small picture is how fast can I get rich? I want to get rich in a month. I want to get rich in six months. Big picture is I want to build a consistency and a skill set where I never have to worry about money again in my life. And even if that takes me a year, which it won't, but I'm just saying, even if it takes me a year to master this thing, listen, just follow the rules. I promise you it will not take a year. I mean, that's, that's really what it's about. <laughs> Think big picture. You'd be surprised. And then at the end of it, three years down the road, life is absolutely fantastic, right? You've never even dreamed your life would be the way it is. You're going to look back and you're going to be like, that was so fast, right? <laughs> that was so fast. So what are the secrets? How do some of the most successful entrepreneurs find the freedom that we all got into business for in the first place? How did they find the time, energy, and resources to launch and scale strong? And how do entrepreneurs like us align our time, money, and energy in a way that will allow us to reach what we set out to achieve? These are the key questions, and this community will give you the answers. Welcome to the Prosperity Movement. Oh, welcome, everybody, <laughs> to the Prosperity You podcast. Um... We're excited. This is this is a podcast that we're building the habit of doing every single week and to shed the bits of wisdom that we have learned, not just in our own personal experiences, but also through the experiences of people we have studied or people we have observed or people in our community. Um, we like to try to just take snippets of wisdom from everyone in order to help everyone grow. Um, and so today, um, Travis is going to basically lead us. Um, but we're going to be talking a lot about big picture because a lot of people have a very, very narrow focus and it's pretty hindering. So I don't know, Travis, how do you want to, how do you want to begin the topic here? Well, for one thing, we're also sending out some pretty cool emails. Uh, I, I wrote them my first, my <laughs> first attempt at writing some cool emails, like Zach does. Best so emails guys, terrible. Don't, don't, don't be too mean to me. Uh, but the whole idea of writing these emails was talking about the concept of looking at the big picture of trading. I think most people are just so stinking focused on how much money can I make right now, right here as fast as possible. And uh, if I if I'm going down, I can't stop. You know, a lot of people have that revenge trading going on, and so on and so forth. And and so I, I just want to kind of draw attention towards what actually matters, okay? Because the truth of the matter is that you will not be perfect at trading. There are going to be days that are not as profitable as you want, or maybe profitable at all. And you have to be able to walk away from that. But how do we actually? do that effectively and consistently like when how do we actually figure those things out and so i i mean i have a lot to say but i actually want to hear a little bit more about and expand upon the what i wrote from you guys okay so first things first is of course we we talked about the the rabbit uh, the the tortoise and the hare the, the kids story right and how the the one that was slow and steady even ended up winning the race for um it's just the moral of the story right uh, but how do we apply this to trading? I'm just going to leave that a really broad question. How do you guys like to apply that concept to trading? Slow and steady. What does that mean to you? Consistent uh, is what it means to me. Yeah. Consistent. Just consistently follow your rules. You become very dangerous when you follow your trading plan. Yeah. I like what you said. You become it's not dangerous, but you become dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. So, so have you ever, what I think about is like, I think a lot of it, a lot of the way that people trade or the way that they are narrow focused versus big picture focused has to do with their relationship with money. Um, and I like to think about it like, um, Money, obviously, we've all heard like money's a tool and stuff like that. But the real purpose behind it is ultimately to free up time. I mean, if 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 we were really boil it down, it's it's to really help us with the first three pillars of prosperity: time, health, and relationships. That's the purpose of having money and growing your income. And there's this really cool like little story that explains it really well. I just heard this again from a book I'm listening to. Um, but so there's this fisherman. And he's got a wife and three kids. 
And every day he goes out on the river early in the morning and he does his fishing and he's usually done by lunchtime. He actually catches them something fresh for lunch and of course a whole lot more fish. And before he heads home, he goes to the market and he sells the fish to some wholesalers, right? Per pound, really cheap per pound. You know, he doesn't mind. He doesn't make a ton of money, but then he gets home around lunchtime, spends time with the family. They go for walks together later. They go for picnics and, and he's just, he's kind of very grateful for his position. Well, there's this dude, we'll say it's a greedy American, just, just cause I think this, it's the story, the, the fisherman is like this. I don't know, someone in the Philippines or something. And so like it's a Filipino and then this big greedy American who's visiting as a tourist comes by and sees the guy fishing and is like, dude, you're catching awesome fish. How much are you charging for that? And he he discloses, he's like, oh yeah, you know, I go to the market and they, they pay me X amount of dollars per pound. And he's like, dude, you could, you could sell it direct to consumer and then you can make way more per pound. And the fisherman's like, oh really? And then what? Well, so then you can actually build a company and then you can build it up to the point where you want to sell it like publicly. And he goes, oh, wow. And then what? Well, then, dude, you're going to be making millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. And then everything's going to be so cool. And he goes, well, then what? Well, then you can spend time like you can be home by lunch. Right. And then spend time with your family and go on picnics and go on walks. (laughs) And he's like, that's what I'm doing. Right. So like the whole point is, is, is the purpose behind money typically is to give you the lifestyle that you desire. Right. And for that fisherman, it was, I just want to spend time with my family. He, he already had, he already had it. He's like, yeah, yeah. But you felt you needed to do all that. And and that's an interesting story because it's so, so incredibly true. Now the foundation of that story is that he already had his own place and he already had the the moving parts and yeah. when i look at like so for example james james when you hear his story from the beginning of how he started with 50 dollar lot sizes guess what james still does he still does 50 dollar lot sizes he found something that worked and it didn't he's like well if it's working don't break it he didn't get greedy he kept moving at the pace at which he felt most comfortable with whereas some people are unaware we have students that trust James that are making more money than James by listening to James and they are they're they're doing higher lot sizes $100 $200 lot sizes they're staking more right doesn't bother James James is happy he's the fisherman that's happy exactly. with what he's got where he's at exactly. what he's doing I have three words that protect me I got mine I got mine that's mine. I'm yeah. Happy. yeah, I'm happy with that. I don't need to to push anything out. Yeah, that's just you're content. You're happy with it. And and that's like everybody's version of success is going to look a little different. Right. Go ahead, Travis. It might be because I have my headphones on, but I think your mic is your gain is turned up quite a bit, Brian. Mine? You're, you're yeah. quite quiet, actually, Travis. Yeah, yours is a little quiet. I'm quiet. Yeah. yeah. I forgot I used my mic. Hello, can you hear me better now? Yes. Yeah, better. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we're all we're all here now. Um, well, that's that's a really cool story. Uh, how can we apply that to trading? Uh, and, and particularly, what do we normally talk about for specifically for our non our non members, people who are new listening to us? What's the difference between the money and the percentage? Ooh. And how do you apply that towards the big picker, right. picture thinking? Because the whole again, the whole idea right. for this right. this podcast is how do is we very, take very, big picture? Yeah, it's very serious when you start an outer percentage because you have a, a smaller risk and you can grow quite seriously. But once you've done it for a while and you've got a sensible bank balance, the percentage doesn't really matter anymore because it's off a bigger base. So it's going to be a different number. So I just make sure I'm taking mine. I'm a pirate. I take what I can. I give nothing back. And I make sure I maintain that kind of focus. I'm like this morning, I made a month's wages in a, in, a, in about, I know, 30 minutes or something. It makes a mockery of people having a whole life with a job, a job and everything. You know, it really does. The 40-hour week thing, it's a, it's a bit of a joke. You know, when you can do something like trading, yeah. 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 
And I would say, like, to add to that, like you're saying, because, again, the tortoise and the hare, like, slow and steady um, wins the race. You, It's even in your copy and your whole messaging this week, which, by the way, amazing job, Travis, is really, really well done. For those that are listening, Zach has been, uh, you know, uh, he's been running the the messaging and, and the copywriting and the, and the emails and the, and the communication with the community for quite some time. And and we wanted to free up some time for him. So he's been mentoring us on how to do similar so that we can uh, communicate effectively and connect with the audience that is best suited for what we have here. So it's been really, really cool to watch Travis grow and he just knocked it out of the ballpark this week. And so his overall message, again, the tortoise and the hare, um, the idea of slow and steady wins the race. A lot of people like in your messaging, you had mentioned that a lot of people over uh they they over what's what's that whole concept yeah most people overestimate what they're going to do in a short period of time for just example in one year okay and then they really really underestimate what they can do in a longer period of time two three maybe five years kind of thing right and and that's what we're trying to really get people to start looking at is if you i mean if you just learn the skill set and it takes you 12 months to do it it's certainly not going to take you another 12 months to really blow it out of the water, right? Mm-hmm. The whole idea is let's look a little bit bigger picture than what you probably are looking at right now. Cause almost everybody, and let's face it, if you could just flip a switch and become an instant millionaire who would not flip that switch, right. uh, but that doesn't really happen. That's not reality. Uh, and so we have to take this idea of like, I want to quit my job in three months and let's expand upon that. It's like, what, right. what can you do in six to 12 months? And then let's yeah. keep, you know, and we have an entire system to, to do your, individual goals right what's your immediate one month goal and we actually you know janelle and zach have been working tirelessly on being able to create these plans that are like step day one do this day two do this day three do this and it's an entire system to go three months six months 12 months and then you know you got something to say brian yeah, I, I just have so, I have so much to add to what you're saying, but I'm waiting for right. you to, to no go to, go ahead. To, like I, I just I'm I'm like the basis of everything in the conversation here for today, I believe, is like we've first of all we got a 92 percent success rate over here, right? And when people come in, it's like we always use the word consistency. It, it's about what gets measured gets managed. It's about understanding revenue producing activities in conjunction with your KPIs, key performance indicators. You have people on this panel today here, James, in his first year, he cracked over seven figures, started with, I think he started with a, a, a $5,000, took 5,000 to over a million dollars in a year. Zach, he took 590K in 90 days. Those are incredible numbers, but you also need to understand the work ethic behind these guys. Like, these guys were putting in full-time hours. So they condensed time. They condensed time. They put in the same effort and and sweat equity as some people that are with us that are putting in an hour or two a day, but that's going to take them longer to be able to get to that experience level, right? This is the reality of it. But you're also being guided by those that have made mistakes. So you're already, you're expediting your process. But most people, they're going to go to college or university and they're going to spend years and they're going to have to get a tutor. And hundreds of thousands of dollars over here you get support directly from six seven and eight figure earners and you get guided through even if you have a full-time job you're putting in an hour or two a day into honing in this skill set you're still expediting your process now for some of you you're going to see 400 bucks on your first month in and around there by following the system right and so now you're paying off your tuition and then what are you doing from there right? How many opportunities do we have for you to continue to increase your impact and your income here surrounding that? But the point is, yeah. yeah. And then the guarantee that we have in place surrounding all that. But the point is, is that some people in our community are knocking it out of the ballpark, making money within their first few weeks. Um, You're typically set up to be able to start doing that within the first five weeks. Janelle's got, uh, what's the program that she's got going on right now? Five to live. live. Five, Five to live. Right. And that all of that prepares you to move in, graduate into working with James. And it's so intentional. It's not even funny. And so, like, ultimately, this concept of consistency, it's king. Communication is king. You know, support and community is king. You get all of that here for what, what, what is it sitting at? In and around the same as, as going out on a hot date once a month and yeah. it's fixed. You don't have to do it forever for lifetime support. 
Like, I just yeah. don't know where you're going to find that anywhere else. And it's all about incremental steps forward. And it's all about, you need to fall into line with this concept of, again, we talked about it last week, admit, submit, and commit. And that's hard for a lot of people, but admit, I need help. Submit to the system and commit to change and do that over and over and over again. Another part of like consistency. So a lot of times, a lot of times it's a perspective thing. People, people get overwhelmed by the big numbers that like, like that James did <laughs> guys, you don't have to make a million dollars in a year, you know? And so, so let me explain this a little bit. I'm not a long distance runner. I'm not a runner period. <laughs> okay. But much exactly. less the last time you ran. <laughs> That's not, we don't need to go into that, but, <laughs> but part of it is, you know, when you, when, when somebody's running, like I heard, I heard an interview of this, like marathon guy is like a, he's a serial marathoner. We'll call him. And what he said is that when he's doing, you know, massive amounts of miles in a run, he's not looking at, okay, where's the, where's the 10 mile mark or whatever, however many miles it is. He's looking at, okay, I just got to make it to that tree. Right. And he runs and he passes the tree, does a little mini internal celebration. Mm -hmm. He goes, okay, now that street sign. <laughs> right. And he Love does it. these little mini victories. That's exactly what I do on snowboarding when I'm, especially when I'm teaching people is like, you don't need to go on a straight line. You just got to make it to that tree without falling yeah. down. And then after that, what's your, what's your line of sight? What other people are on the mountain? Are there rocks, trees, you know, follow up, make, yeah. make sure your next, if it's a smaller one, it's okay. Yeah. If it's a bigger one, it's okay. You just got to have these little incremental things. I love that. The, so you can't know. eat the elephant in one right. sitting. You have so to bite sized pieces and checkpoint if, it out. If yeah. James is, if James is the hare and you're listening to this and you're the turtle, Okay, let's just say, but James didn't take a nap. He made it past the finish line first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you're the turtle and you're you're trying to look at that million dollars. It's like, that's the, that's the finish line. Don't worry about that. Let's get past the tree, right? Getting past the tree means, okay, let me build consistency in my demo account first. Okay, I have that done, check, perfect. Now let me make a little switcheroo to live account. And let me see if my consistency continues or if I find some, some mental struggles because there's mm -hmm. mindset struggles when you do that switch most of the time. Okay. And if only and if there was a system that you created that was actually going to help people go through this transition into a larger and larger, uh, you know, it's kind of like going to the gym and starting with the bar and then adding some weight and doing a little bit more and getting yourself in condition. Right. If only you created something like that. Wait, did you? <laughs> if, only, if only there's a program <laughs> out there. <laughs> A well, you should system. you should explain the the gate system and, and explain how it, it you know it well, takes these bite sized chunks and it makes it larger so you can so, take these steps get yeah. to the tree get to the stop sign you know. James actually invented the gate system for forex. Um, absolutely brilliant. Uh, the concept is basically you <laughs> in for in the world of forex you basically take a smaller lot size at the beginning, and therefore your money is going to grow slower, but your losses will sting a little less. Okay, because you're learning and, and while you're learning, you're not lifting deadlifting 500 pounds out the gate. You're not trying to go for the 10 mile marathon right away. Okay, you're doing little runs. Um, not trying to give yourself a trip to the hospital like I did. Right. <laughs> oh you guys should God. read that email if you haven't we, yet. It says, no, we got to go into that story here in a minute. Okay. <laughs> that was awesome. Well, not really, but we'll, we'll talk about it. Thanks. <laughs> so Thanks. you can start with a small lot size until you pass a certain benchmark. And then you increase the lot size to a, a higher one, but strategic until you cross another benchmark. Then you increase it again. Now, if, if during that journey, you ever lose a certain amount um, more than than is allotted, then you lower your amount again. You slow down again. It's like you're the turtle. You start you start picking up some speed, right? For whatever reason, you're a super ninja turtle is how Travis puts it in the in the email. So you're a ninja turtle, you're starting to pick up speed, but you trip. Okay, you took a loss, more more loss than you wanted. Well, now when you stand back up and start running again, you're slowing down, right? So you don't you can avoid the trip again until so you get to that one again, until you get the hang of it and keep practicing yep. until you're good and efficient and conditioned, and then larger and, and larger. And, and because that's, of that's... that, we were able to take that concept and apply it to our phase one program as well. 
Um, so James made it. I thought it was really, really great. And so we were like, how can we put this in our other one? <laughs> so, but yeah. to protect trade, this is what it is. So many people, um, what does it be say? Fools rush in where angels fear to tread. Well, so many traders start out, they don't know. I didn't know I was a fool when I first started. I got lucky initially, but it, you know, it turned out well. I got lucky and then I got smart. But you got the benefit coming through us of getting that smartness thrown at you. And the gate system is one that does it for you. It, it's, it asks, what have you got? Okay, well, then this is a sensible stake or lot size for you. And then when you get that, you can go to this. When you get that, you can go to that. If you get it wrong, you have your stake and you step back a bit and you slow down until you're sure that it was um, maybe it was an oversight. Maybe you'd missed news. Maybe you lost the train of thought. Maybe you revenge traded and started doing daft things or something. But people do that. People make stupid mistakes. You've seen it with road rage, haven't you? I watched a brilliant YouTube one the other day and this guy gets out and he comes steaming back to the car behind him and the guy in the car behind him is the one with the camera and he says, this is where I put my Glock on my chest. Note how he stops dead in his tracks and goes back to his car. Yeah, road rage, what's that about? But it happens with traders, they revenge trade and we need to manage it. The man who got out to the, get to the guy with the Glock, he needed a wife sat beside him who would say, don't get into any trouble. This is stupid. He beeped at you. So what? Put your fingers in your ears. Just let's go. You know, we all need that calm down moment. We call it a CTFD moment. Calm the f down just for a moment until you understand what's going on at the charts and you can go again. The gate system does it beautifully for you financially. Like, Yeah. Now, Travis, you had a horrible experience um, yeah. going too fast too soon. Yeah, this applies to pretty much anything. I mean, we're, we're talking about a skill set. A skill set by definition is something that you can learn, right? And if you're going faster than you're learning, right, they're, they're the cause of problems, right? And if we can apply this into an easier concept to, to understand, which is going to the gym and working out. A lot of us do, a lot of us don't. Um, I was one of those didn't a lot. And so I decided I want to go back and I'm going to get into shape. And, and I, my, my friend and I went together and he's he's in pretty good shape. And he I knew he was going to hold me accountable to doing my best and not being lazy, right? So I took him with me and I, I kept up with him after, when I was not in condition, I was not in good condition. I kept up with him and his and his workout, uh, and I and I went way 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 too far. And then at the end of it, we did a bicep burnout, which if you guys don't know, is exactly how it sounds. You're like burner, so you can't lift anything else. You you're trembling. I left. I felt like a million dollars. I was like, man, I'm so proud of myself. This is great. Okay. The next day, I went and I had a personal trainer, and he worked me to the to the ground too. And I, I left. I, I was obviously kind of hurting at that point, but I had gone so hard, so fast that the next couple of days I couldn't sleep because my arms were so swollen. I couldn't fit in my shirts. My wife had to wash me and because I couldn't wash my hair in the shower. So she had to clean my, my hair and stuff. It was oh. crazy. Yeah, you guys didn't. I don't think you guys knew that, but I, I could not lift my arms up. and They were so big, and I, I, I uh, ended up having a couple extra signs. We don't need to get too graphic here, uh, but I ended up going to emergency care, and I was like, hey, guys. Um, I think I'm dying. I think I have rhabdo. I know you're not supposed to self-medicate or self-diagnose, but can we just like check my blood real quick? And sure as heck, man, I, I had rhabdo. You guys can look it up. It's a really nasty thing. Basically, my body, my, my liver was shutting down. It couldn't process the repairs from my arms. Uh, and so that 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 all happens. And that, by the way, I also uh, I'm not a believer in insurance. And so I had it out of pocket. <laughs> it was like a $10,000 hospital bill. It was stupid. Um, but the, the whole point of this is that I obviously was not ready to do that type of workout and I wasn't in very good shape. Uh, and I decided that I was going to do it anyways because I'm Travis, I'm young, I'm healthy, whatever. And I just went way too far. And that's what people do trading all the time. They, you know, And this is what happens. Okay, Here's why we have rules. Here's why we have the gate system. Here's why we have all these things put together. And this is what happens to people is they start looking at the charts and then they get lucky one time by saying, I think this is going to do something different than what the rules want me to do. And so they break the rules and guess what? They were correct. And they got their money and they're like, ha, huh, I'm learning how to trade. And then the next thing that happens again, that they see the same 
pattern in the chart that they thought was you know consistent and they do it and it goes the, the wrong direction and that one moment where they were correct now has perverted their thinking process to where they are now more willing to break more rules more often and they go down the spiral and they blow an account right uh, particularly with what we have it is impossible to blow an account by following our rules they're they're in place for a reason to teach you discipline and to protect your account so it can't happen right um and so it, it is uh, quasi incremental as far as you're not going to be a millionaire this month but if you learn the skill you surely will have the ability to but it goes back down to the whole idea of who you are and what your desires are right what are you trying to accomplish the fisherman story do you want the part the walks and the the lunch break with your family and stuff and how much more do you need or want not everybody needs to be the millionaire um i i am perhaps a weirdo but i i don't desire a mansion i'd rather have the van down by the river <laughs> that if you guys know brian's story he, he acts like it's a horrible thing i think that's quite pleasant but it, it depends on what you're wanting and how far you go but we gotta start smaller work your way up incrementally um, and that doesn't mean it's going to take you years and years and years to do that this is a rather fast skill that you learn okay again you overestimate what you can do in a short period of time and underestimate when you expand how much time that is right and you guys got anything to add to what i'm saying yeah well i mean i think i think it's 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 funny the perspective of time and what some person might consider fast or slow like people um, are so stinking willing to go to work for 40 years right so that they can maybe save enough money for retirement that will maybe last them through all of retirement ask yourselves why you see so many people at walmart greeting people there's those, then, those are wasteful jobs for people who need them like that's actually a charitable thing i guarantee you um people go through and burn through their retirement yeah. savings way too soon because now we're living longer our healthcare is better it's becoming more accessible it's it's crazy so that 40 years that's not a long time but one or two years with us is a that's a long time you're out of the, your mind the 40 years was the norm for their perspective until they discovered trading and then what ends up happening is when people discover trading they shift their perspective to the other extreme <laughs> where, where now they're like, wait, Zach did 90 K in 90 days. Oh shoot. Well, that means I should be at 30 K in a month. <laughs> no, first off, that's not how compound interest works. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> but, but secondly, um, that's just not a reasonable expectation for somebody that has no idea what they're doing. Um, or for somebody that has bad habits in the past. So if somebody's had a, has a lot of experience, but they haven't had any results to show for it. That that tells me that you have a lot of bad habits and you might not be aware of those bad habits. That's okay. That's why we have James. That's why we have Janelle. You know, we're, we're here to help expose those bad habits and course correct, help you course correct, guide you with it's that. It's like the gym. Yeah. Anyone who's familiar with the gym and how to properly use free weights, your posture is almost more important than the workout itself on and how you're doing it, right? Uh, and so when you have a trainer, it is, and why there's so many mirrors in the gym too, is so that other people can, like the trainer can see what you're doing with your posture and make corrections for you that you will otherwise never know are, are there, right? And the mirrors as well. And that's why we have our, our students review their own trades and, but we record everything, right? The mirrors are there for you to also see and be able to improve the posture that you have, but not in the gym, in your trading account. Uh, and, and the more sets of eyes, especially the more experienced the eyes uh, on on what you're doing, the the better you're going to have the highest chance of actually being able to come through and figure out what works specifically with your personality type and the good habits that you can develop. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So so big picture. Right. Small picture is how fast can I get rich? I want to get rich in a month. I want to get rich in six months. Big picture is. I want to build a consistency and a skill set where I never have to worry about money again in my life. And even if that takes me a year, which it won't, but I'm just saying, even if it takes me a year to master this thing, listen, just follow the rules. I promise you it will not take a year. Um, so that's, I mean, that's, that's really what it's about. <laughs> Think big picture. You'd be surprised. And then at the end of it, three years down the road, life is absolutely fantastic right? You've never even dreamed your life would be the way it is. You're going to look back and you're going to be like, that was so fast. 
right? That was so fast. Mm -hmm. So it's it's just interesting to me sometimes the perspective that people have, even in with regards like to time, the the macroeconomics of things. Everyone knows the classical traditional advice that the stock market always goes up, but there's there's times it goes down, but the trend is always up. Right. And so it's this little roller coaster ride, although it's still always going up. So they're like, you know, just buy it, hold long term kind of thing. Um, but here's the truth of the matter is that the vast majority of people who are in stocks are not like full time doing it. They're, they just they have a little bit of investments in there. Right. And when things tank, it's because those bulk amount of people don't want to lose their money as so they all pull out and it just throws everything out of whack. Right. And the funny thing is, is like oftentimes people kind of, you know, that at least my friends that know me and we're talking they're they're like, hey, what do you think about what do you think about the recession? What do you, do you think the market's going to tank and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if it does, because what we're doing, we make money when it tanks. We've we've developed the skill set that that doesn't bother us at all. It's like, tell me about the price of rice in China. It doesn't matter. I'm not buying it. it has nothing to do with us. And so. The, the whole idea is is that this on the, the big scale of things, it also protects you from those micro the, the movements up and down in the market. Does that make sense? I'm trying I'm trying to formulate this random thought that kind of came through. <laughs> yeah. I think the right way of playing it is you know when you're asked about a recession, the right answer when someone says, What do you think about the recession? We say, I don't know, so it doesn't apply to us, we're traders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not going to take part in this one. I did it way back in 2008. There, that's that's when I was expanding that company. Um, I was I bought an acre of land and I built this factory on it. And the, the the newspapers came to ask me how I'd done that when the banks weren't lending any money. Where did you borrow the money from for that? And I said I didn't. <laughs> I'm a trader, and uh, yeah. it didn't go down too well. They didn't really want to know about the trading part. But that just shows you the negativity that's involved in it, doesn't it? They never printed a word about the trading. They never printed a word about that. Just, okay, so you had the money and you were self-funded. Yeah, didn't even print that. Wow. That's crazy. But, uh, it was it was, it was a nice thing to do, to be buying and building while everyone else was going bankrupt and the, the International Monetary Fund were coming in and bailing out banks in Ireland and... Uh, Again, I'd said, yeah, I'm just not taking part in this recession. I don't want anything to do with it. And then they did an article on you because you didn't you didn't take in any uh, any bank support or anything. Yeah, you just did that straight from your profits. And yeah. so you'd be amazed how many people don't want to hear the advice, don't want to hear the, the the clever thing. I I took part in some business forums at the time. I was invited onto the stage at many. And some people who were like newscasters on the TV were interviewing me. It was for business, so it was broadcast among uh, this Isaac and the Small Firms Association, and it wasn't like on the actual TV. Um, but there was a, there was like five hundred people in the auditorium, and and I was saying things that they they didn't like hearing. It was all along the lines of rather use your own funds and go smaller with your growth than borrow money and risk because the only people that benefit are the banks. You know, if you go under, or the, and one of the businessmen said to me, no, I'll take a loan and then I've only got to make next month's payment, haven't I? And I said, what if you break your leg or fall over or you get sick and you're sick for three months? Now you haven't made payments for three months and you own nothing. The bank owns it all. At least if I've bought it and I own it, I've got something I can sell and live and then I can start again. You got nothing. And I was very much against, I've always been against financing anything. If I can't buy it, I don't really want it. Um, and that's it. That's why, I, you know, another reason I used to take my laptop to work with me, I'd trade. Want a new boat, take the laptop, get a new boat. Want a new car, take the laptop, tap, 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 new car. And, <laughs> and it was always something that, you know, it, it motivated me to keep trading because, well, I always want something and there ain't no way I'm going near a bank. Not a chance, finance. No, there's only them that get rich. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Now, what? James, to get to to get to the point where you can bring your laptop to a job and purchase a boat basically with a with a trading session, like that, how how long and what kind of effort 
did you put in to be that consistent with your trading at the end? I was really, uh, I was single and bloody minded when I was getting into this. Like I spent uh, a long weekend going through the whole, uh, all the content of baby pips. Now I know it's grown quite a bit since then, but I'm probably the only person I know with the whole of what it was printed out in an A4 file binder. I've still got that file binder in a drawer right there if I needed to prove it. Like it's all printed out. It's right there. I took it very serious. And I realized well, on the first trade, I realized I did something right. I don't know what it was that I did right. But I know that when I know what it was that I did right, I learned to do it again and again and again. And I, I also keep using the line with people that if you can question something and answer it, then it's scientifically put to the test. If you can question and there's no idea, it's just an opinion. Well, then it's nonsense. And I agree with you. But no one's yet been able to ask me a question about trading that I haven't had the right answer for. Um, and I'm not saying I'm a big head who knows everything. I'm still trying to learn new stuff. I've got some good advice for you, by the way, Travis. Um, uh, uh, but still, I'll keep trying to learn, and uh, and it's scientifically proven. Do you want my advice? Yeah, I was uh, I was waiting for it. Go ahead. This is the best advice you're ever going to get. It's the same advice I give to someone. If someone ever puts a spade in your hand, you know, a shovel, yeah, or a weight in your hand, you take it and you throw it as far away as you possibly can, because then they'll never put another one in your hand. And you'll never, you know you're going to work if someone puts a shovel in your hand. If someone puts a weight in your hand, just throw the thing as far away as you possibly can. That's it. They're, they're good it's, for nothing. You want to knock nails in or something. It's funny that you say that because I have a good buddy of mine here. Uh, he's got a hobby farm out close to where I live. And I tell him he's got the whole shop and his mechanic shop and his woodworking shop, all these really cool things, right? I tell him all the time, it's like, hey, let me know if you need someone to come out and be a gopher for you and help you with some of this cool stuff that you do around your property. And he's only ever called me like three or four times to come help. And he doesn't tell me what it is. I get excited. I hop in my car and I, I drive over. And every single darn time, it's digging trenches with him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, sh a hey. shovel. I'm going to do your advice next time I see you. I'm going to throw that son of a gun as far as I can into <laughs> his field of cheap it's the grass. best advice you'll ever get that. Just throw the thing because you know you're going to wear. Now, I, I, I do exercise. I'm happy to admit I walk every day with my dog. And every morning, as soon as I get up, I do 50 press-ups. That's enough. That keeps me in shape. I'm 60. I still outrun many of my wife's friends, and she's 20 years old. Press ups. That's when you do a pull and a press down, right? No, I just lie down on the floor and I push ups. Push -ups. Oh, okay, push ups. Push ups. Okay. Fifty muscle ups. That would be muscle nuts. ups. Yeah, <laughs> we got to get you on the muscle up train there. <laughs> do some. Do some. Uh, we'll do some calisthenics. If it sounds like work, Games. I'm not doing that. I only do the press ups first thing in the morning. The reason I do them in the morning is because my brain's not awake yet. If my brain was awake and I started doing them, my brain would be yelling at me, what are you doing? This is where <laughs> you don't have to do. Stop it. So uh, I do it as soon as I wake up because then I'm not awake enough to, to talk myself out of it. Mm. Any good. other time of the day, and I'm not doing it. That's I'm a good advice. That 50 muscle up idea. <laughs> yeah. For everyone who doesn't know, James was uh, training and conditioned by Arnold Schwarzenegger, apparently. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. well done though well done i don't know of any people that do that 50 50 push-ups a day so uh it's sure, incredible sure a little sure side note big deal i'm sure lots of people do that i, I, I wouldn't can't. be so sure about that uh a couple things one by the way everyone who's here uh a cool like side effect that we see with people uh coming and learning trading is the idea of like total self-development as well. Like they start getting better at this, but the trading markets have a way to reveal some of your weaknesses, right? And some of your problems with mindset, some of you maybe personal and relational problems. And, and what we see almost all of the guys that and gals that take this seriously is that they actually go down this route of wanting to be healthier, uh, develop their relationships and, and, you know, basically manage their four pillars. Like we talk about naturally, we don't even have to coerce them to do it. They just start doing it naturally and, and exercise by itself will do more for your mind and your mindset than it will for your body. Those 50 push-ups probably are why you're such a killer in the trading market, man. <laughs> and I've um, always done it. I didn't do it back when I was trading, right? 
Right. I started well, doing this because I spend uh, time sitting down. I don't do, you know, I don't work anymore. So the, the mouse, and it's not even a proper mouse, it's one with a trackball on it. I roll that wheel. That's the, the extent of my work these days, you know. So I do the press-ups to keep myself in some level of health. I've been doing it now consistently for the last, I think, three years. I haven't missed a single day. Christmas, birthday, everything. I do me 50 press-ups. And I walk let's the do, dog in the ground. And, you know, we, we do about five, six kilometers together at least. So you've done 54,750 push-ups. <laughs> now that sounds like far too many, so I may quit that or something. this is a prime example of slow and steady kind of thing like if someone told you like hey go do fifty four thousand push-ups right now how are you going to handle it like well spread it out baby you know if you want to create a skill set of being able to not have to go to work to make your income spread it out baby (laughs) let it come to you and go at a slow and steady pace i mean you can go as fast as you can but never faster right what you got james in fairness and full disclosure, when I started, maybe three years ago, I said I was going to do 50 every day. I didn't start with 50. And you know the way you'd have a kitchen worktop? I started with my hands on there doing okay. 25. Yeah, and then I did 25 on the ground. And then I went to 50. Uh, and it was in 225s. Um, and, and still on a day where I don't feel I'll do 25, I'll stand up for a minute, put the kettle on and do another 25. Uh, I have like a, a 60 second gap in between, but it didn't start out straight away 50. You know, I'm not looking for my first heart attack just yet. No, no rhabdo for you. And this yeah, goes whatever back that into is, the I don't point. Want any. <laughs> it goes back into the point of the gate system that you created, right? And starting yeah. slow and building it up condition yourself this is it, it's all coming full circle and there's there are no contradictions that i've seen so far right. it's very classic wisdom here uh but you know a large component of this wisdom is that people are fickle and they we as i see i want to take, take credit for this as well we we need some accountability we need other people to help walk us through sometimes we need someone to hold our hand to pull us up for us and so yeah. apparently sometimes people need to toss you a shovel and dig some ditches <laughs> so yeah just throw it, them. throw it right out of there yeah. so well accountability is that's definitely a, a huge piece of the pie and i know james is very good at holding people uh to the fire if needed and um i actually recently had a really positive i'm gonna look at it as a positive experience with accountability um it's it's funny because Brian and I, if you guys didn't know, we're in a competition right now to lose weight. First one down to 200 pounds wins. I don't know what we win, but <laughs> we win. <laughs> That's all that matters. So can I can I join uh, this? Yes, absolutely. For, well, I'm I don't already know. just for the record, I'm already winning. Uh, he is. He's he, well. He had a head start actually. No, it didn't have a head start. Yeah, you're 10 pounds below me when we started. What are you talking about? Anyway, uh, let me get to my find the rules no because no one's way. taller were, than the other. When you so, came down here, were you 250? Yeah. You came, oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Big but boy. To be fair, you're also much shorter. I'm way shorter. Yeah. Yeah. Way so, shorter. But so here's the thing with accountability. So as much as Brian and Travis are 100% willing to help hold me accountable to to my own fitness journey. And I'm me and Travis are willing to help Brian on his fitness journey, et cetera. Okay. We live in separate places. <laughs> Very far away. Abs. Just saying, I already have abs. <laughs> They're so, peeking out already. I recently got my girlfriend involved and I said, Hey, I want an accountability partner. That's local. Like, just because she sees me frequently, right? She's checking me out. So she's going to know, she's going to know, Hey, you look better or you don't look better. Right. So she's like there to kind of hold me accountable. You know what she did? She took ownership of that role, went and bought a scale because she didn't have one in her apartment. And anytime I go over to pick her up or anything, she takes me to her apartment to weigh in. (laughs) So 
Uh, that has actually been extraordinarily helpful. So I say it's a, I'm looking at it as positive because the last time it happened, it was it was I did not go down in weight. It went up by a fair portion. And so um, this week I have lost more weight than I have any previous week. Where are you at right now? <laughs> I'm at 238. Ooh, okay, you go. <laughs> I'm at, I'm at I'm at 210, so I I got the head start on you guys. Ah, see, that's why I so said you're also much wait, shorter than all of us. Yeah, he's one true. inch shorter than me, so that's not fair. Anyway, my point is accountability. <laughs> it's it's super effective. It's uncomfortable when you get called out, right? That's and that's why it has kind of a negative connotation to it. But that's where you, as the person, you need to kind of grow up, right, and take it as okay, this is why I have an accountability partner so that I don't falter. So I stay on the straight and narrow. I follow the rules, right? That's what's important. So so Travis last night, we hung out. Yeah, like we hung out. Man, we were on the Zoom for like until almost midnight, maybe straight up to midnight last night. And uh, he was joking about, because I haven't seen him in years and I went up to Idaho or went down to Idaho, I suppose. Uh, we both did right but like the first time i saw him i guess i couldn't hide it he's like dude i know you haven't seen me in a while he's like i can tell you think i'm fat (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like i didn't say it here's the thing people i'm is the most powerful thing you can ever say anything you put after it becomes true here's the deal you're not fat we all have fat some people just have more you can you can you can take complete control of that right but i did say look man it's more of a I want you to be around longer. Like I'm not coming at you judging you as if it's like it's like no, nah, I want you to be around longer because we got big plans. We got yeah. big vision, we got big ideas. And the bigger that we the Wait, further we there's get There's a big picture to what we're doing. Intention, intentionality. <laughs> there's so many things that we got to do and and the more that we that we do the more pressure we're going to be dealing with and the more pressure you're going to be dealing with as we continue to move forward in this vision the more healthy you should be in order to handle where where this thing is going right so um just holding everybody accountable love you it's some might call it tough love but hey <laughs> yeah 100 well, this may or may not be funny here but side note my older brother and i we're very competitive against each other and last time i visited him i was like a buck 85 buck 90 or something and he was i think 180 185 like just right behind me and we were like we should go to 200 can we get to 200 (laughs) we we did i I won that race and then i exceeded it a little bit and he messaged me uh yesterday and he showed he said ah finally made it to 200 he's like 205 or something right and I was like, all right, cool. Now it's a race down to 175. We'll see who goes there first. <laughs> and so uh, I'll happily join the two, to the 200, but then I'm going to go to 175. That's a healthy weight for me. Yeah, for you. Yeah. I, my mind at where I'm at, like that's, I'd say my favorite place to be is in around 200 to 10. I've gotten down to 175 myself. And that was like, Way, people way. might be wondering why we're talking about this right now are we a little off track yes but here's not the really truth. i don't think we're, here's the truth. Don't think we're off track at all because we've got the four pillars of prosperity yeah, and one of them there you go that's what i'm saying but the truth it, is and, is that this yeah. actually ties directly into it because your it mental does. and physical health will absolutely help uh will be a contributing factor towards your overall success with, with anything that you set out to do particularly you're, with something you're like going to have more emotional control when you're in good shape, when you're eating proper food, people don't realize that when you're eating crap food that you're putting in things, free radicals into your body that causes more anxiety, that causes more depression, that causes your sleep apnea, that causes all that stuff. You don't realize how much our bodies were designed to heal itself. So when you fill your body with the right food and you start consuming the right things, not just eating, but you start consuming the right uh, you know, uh, books, you start consuming the right mentorship, you start consuming the right words. Like, again, I am as the most powerful thing you can ever say. There's so many people that are listening to this, whether on this call right now, or out there that are living with the itty bitty shitty committee between their ears, they're listening to the wrong voice, they're listening to the bullshit of I'm not good enough. 
They're listening to this idea that I'm, I'm not worthy. They're listening to this idea. And all of these things, they hit us through social media. We're, we're getting hit with it left, right, and center. So it's so important that you are surrounding yourself with people that are consistently feeding themselves the right uh, you know, mental food, the right spiritual food, the right food in general, so that they can feed you in, what would you call that? It's the law of osmosis. Right. Like when when you're surrounded by the right people, you're the direct reflection of the five people you spend most time with. Right. So why don't we build a community of. Thousands of people that are constantly moving towards that's called not just momentum. Now, now we're talking traction. Momentum is up and down. Traction is constantly. That's where we're going. So jump we're, on we're the talking train. goals here and goal setting. And it, I think it's a, an apt and very relevant topic. Um, just while we're on it, there's a goal of 300, which we just hit. It's been moved to 317 on the Dow, um, and that'll deliver in a moment 60 pips, 65 pips to be exact. And uh, so we are still talking trading. If anybody didn't know, if I could turn that PC round over here, there's a PC with charts on it. And the trade, an active trade, I've just locked in. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about my new terms on the Yodopedia. No? You know, you know, I've got a Yodapedia. My nickname for anyone who doesn't know is right. Yoda, and there's a Yodapedia. So there's three new terms. One is um, clocking, and that's pips or profit being locked in. So you can pluck, you've plucked, or you're plucking, which is locking in. The other one is a trannel, and it's a trend channel, and we've, we've been using that one recently. And then the third one added also today, fobbering. And I know there's a word already, fobbing. So fobbering is finger on button, ready to close the trade or move uh, limits or targets or things like that. That's fobbering. So they're new terms that went onto the Yodopedia, sort of back to trading, because we're, we're, we're on, you know, we're on some crucial levels with the Dow there now, ready to go into our uh, our next Tods of the day. Happy days. Happy days, all the days. Brought it back to trading for anyone. Con consume some more of those trading sessions and some some of those advices. For sure, the, that ones, the afternoon your, one today was brilliant. we really did well on the afternoon session today. I see awesome. guys in, so he can he can vouch for me there. <laughs> yeah, it was a good one. He says, "I love it, love it, love it." Well, we can we can wrap up. I think I hope that the point was given and the point came across about focusing on the big picture be the ninja turtle okay and you know cross these little small bridges um brian if anyone wants to join do you happen to have the link ready or not yet i do now which link do we want to utilize here founders calendar or the prosperity team prosperity team is that the sales team one or is that it's both Uh okay yeah we got new we got new structures here in place ladies and gentlemen but uh, if you'd like to learn more, whether you're on this call right now and you're not part of the prosperity movement, or if you're just listening to this on YouTube or on the podcast or what have you, uh, very simply, we welcome you to uh, do your due diligence. Uh, we actually sell the blueprint online. Uh, most people are coming through Facebook ads and they're they're purchasing the blueprint for $47. You can get it completely complimentary is our gift to you. Uh, for you to do your due diligence and also improve your chances of success into our already 92% success rate program and connect with one of our team at go.prosperitymovement.online forward slash prosperity team. That is go.prosperitymovement.online forward slash prosperity dash team. You can put prosperity team or prosperity dash, whatever you decide. We look forward to seeing you soon. I put that link in the Facebook group if you're there watching the video as well. So it'll be in the comments. It looks area. like Jose is saying still on the fence with the program, probably because of so many disappointments in the past. When you guys say you have big plans for the future, does that mean with prosperity movement would hate to join something, get excited and, mo and motivated just to see the things change, drop off of you guys sell or leave. Yeah, no. Uh, the vision that we have is, we were talking about it last night. I'm not going to share some of those things on this podcast, but it's pretty vast. And, and um, like 
our vision. You can go to prosperitymovement.online. I'll actually get it in the in the chat here too for you. If you go to prosperitymovement.online and you go over to, I believe, meet us and then mission, vision, values. This is the link right here. I believe it's the MVV link. You're really going to get a set, a sense of what we're all about, what we stand for. And the truth of the matter is this. We want to see. I'll read it for you out loud, actually. Here's the mission. Super simple. We're here to impact millions by bringing the life-giving principles of prosperity to the world. Okay, Wisdom principles, kingdom principles is what we would say. Our vision is to guide our community to back engineer their full power and potential with purpose-driven growth so they can do more of the things they love with the people with the people they love most. And our values is through the big three eyes here, impact, integrity, and intentionality. In order to impact millions of people, we value time, health, relationships, and wealth relentlessly at the highest level. We value people over profits. We are driven and dedicated to the success of our community, and we provide result-oriented support through mentorship to ignite an inspired and focused community. So basically, what we're just trying to tell you is we really want to impact families all over the world. We're watching, if you look at the divorce rates out there today, they're, they're 50%, 75% for entrepreneurs. That means that if you have an, a bunch of entrepreneurs, four entrepreneurs in the mix, chances are out of those. And, and funny enough, you've got four of them on this panel. One of them is going through it right now. The rest have already gone through it. And so this is the reality of the world right now. Families are breaking up. Our children are the most important seeds of our future and we genuinely want to see a better future in order to do that we want to impact people with wisdom principles surrounding what are some of the most uh, biggest reasons for divorce well there's two really it comes down to you'll notice finances and two probably the most important one is communication a lot of people don't know how to communicate surrounding that so here at prosperity you We've got so many different focuses surrounding the four pillars of prosperity, which is time management, relationship or time management, health. You heard us talk about health a little bit on the call today, relationships and cash flow. You're here to focus on generating more cash, but you're going to need support in the other areas as well. So that's what we're here. That's what we're here for. That's what we stand for. And uh, we look forward to welcoming you into this awesome community. And we want to see you thrive instead of just survive. And also for Jose, we've I've only increased sessions since uh, joining. Uh, Guy will back me up. We've added a new session. It's tonight. Uh, I don't. We're not backing down. I'm helping people. We're guiding people, and we're doing well in the sessions. So, uh, yeah. you, you know, you only know when you get on board. Yeah, I think I think one more thing to kind of hopefully help take this home with this this that's a valid concern. That is more than fair. Uh, but here's where we stand on it. Like last night, I talked to a buddy of mine uh, for almost two, two and a half hours uh, about his company that he's trying to 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 create. And we got to the point where I asked my, well, I mean, are you interested or committed to the idea of, of doing that? Right. And he, he said, Travis, this might sound stupid, but I, I can't not do it. Like this, I feel like this is my purpose and stuff. And I was like, cool. Definitely go after your purpose, not your passions. <laughs> the fastest way to burn out is trying to go after your passions. And I said, look, I, I don't do what I do. And I'm sure my my partners don't do what they do here because we feel like it, it's just a, just a passion. Now we're passionate about it, uh, but it's more of a purpose. And, and by the way, guys, the, the, those two hours of consultation is something that normally would I would you know that one would make money from because it's really valuable high high skill stuff and i told him i don't want money from you i feel like it's my purpose to help you with your purpose and that's what we do here now obviously this is a company and i can't barter off everyone else's time for free but yeah i see these guys do things all the time in that same in the same area but our company still needs to be able to function and grow as we're doing which is why of course there's an investment that goes into us as well um but the idea is that this is something that we feel like is a purpose driven for us to be able to help other people find their purpose it's about impact right and one of the best ways to impact people is figuring out how to create a better income structure for them first right and then from there they can start branching out with what matters the most to them individually and so the idea of us going anywhere at all to me is is just it's not a possibility and uh we're, we're sitting here 
being fulfilled with our lives by approaching what we feel is our purposes, right? Because uh, if I just did my passions, I, I'm snowboarding. That's a passion of mine. Hanging out with my son, playing board games. That, that's a passion of mine. That's not fulfilling anything, though. So we got to find a purpose a little bit deeper, right? And so as as everyone was was saying, is that our, our purpose is here to go and impact hopefully millions and millions of families. Love it. Very exactly. well done. On that note, we hit the we hit the hour on the nose. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. For those of you that were here on Facebook or here on Zoom, appreciate you. If you're listening to it later, appreciate you too. Um, we always we always love people um, in in how however in any way that we can help them, we like to share that. So tune in next week. We'll be here same time, same place, um, and we'll have a different topic. And uh, thank you for those that participated. We always love participation as well. And uh, have a great week, everyone. We'll talk to you later. Yeah, look Cheers, forward to everybody. seeing you, Jose. Thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye.